This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 Minutes or Less. I'm your host, John Solberg, and this edition is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. The Butcher Shop is home of the A9 Master Kobe Briskets, where they are always hand-picked. This father and son team has operated this retail meat market in Pensacola, Florida for the past 15 years. Kevin and Jordan ship nationwide to many of the biggest names in barbecue. The A9 Brisket won both sides of the American Royal Cook-Off. That happened in 2019. They also ship some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings of their backyards. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock and again, always hand-picked for you. Now, are you into wild games such as bison, venison, elk, camel? How about some ostrich? Have you been searching for those 10 to 12 pound boneless turkey breasts featured on How to Barbecue, right? The Butcher Shop has them in stock and they are ready to ship to you today. So whether you're looking for the best competition briskets, ribs, or pork butts, or you just want to have a better option to cook at home, give The Butcher Shop a call. 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. You can also get them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop, shop spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Mention the Barbecue Central Show and you're going to save 10% off your entire order. The Butcher Shop, home of the A9 brisket. And here is what is going on today. Chris Lilly is in from an After Dark segment from March 30th, 2010. He and Greg are going to catch up on all kinds of goodness. Let's get to it. Here's Greg and Chris from March the 30th. 2010. Joining me now of Big Bob Gibson fame, he's won a bunch of barbecue competitions. Uh, he's got links with Kingsford, and quite honestly, he's movie star, good looks, no doubt. It's Chris Lilly joining us here on the Barbecue Central Show. Chris, how are you tonight? Uh, it's good to be here. Absolutely great to be here. I hate I actually missed the podcast, but uh, you better believe I'm going to go back and learn all about some brisket. Oh, man, if uh, if you're looking to get into the brisket, uh, to have three of the top brisket cooks, and, uh, of course, Rod won the won the uh, category last year, and they really, you know, it, it, to me, when we do the roundtables, Chris, it's like, you know, are these guys really going to come on and lay it all out there? Because, quite honestly, anybody could be listening or get them in a podcast show after the show actually airs. And, you know, they're just kind of doling out information. But these guys laid it all out on the line. And I think that's kind of a testament to not only what type of guys these are in general, but, you know, uh, I always hear from the top cooks, and I'm sure you would agree to this, I'll tell you whatever you want, but it's up to you to actually go out and do what I just told you. And that's probably where the disconnect lies. That's exactly right. And that's a, it, it was a fabulous lineup, absolutely. And uh, But you're exactly right, uh, you know. You know, they don't mind sharing the information because actually going out there and and doing it, you know, it, it you've you've really got to put in your time. You know, uh, as I say in my book, the greatness of a pitmaster is uh, really determined by the size of his ash pile. Uh, you've got to cook the barbecue, you've got to burn the wood and uh, build up those ashes and uh, get time on the grill in the backyard. 
All right, so Chris, it's been a little while since we've had you back on the show, and we have a good mix of live listeners now that are obviously well familiar with you. They're following you on the Facebook fan pages and all that good stuff. But then I would say we probably have a good portion of listeners that are a little bit more on the periphery of you know the competition and the business side of things, TV side of things, just more backyard folks. Can you give us a little uh, brief history about you and how you actually got involved in barbecue and Big Bob Gibson's in particular. Absolutely. It's one of those things where I've always been a foodie, but uh, met my wife in college. It so happened my wife was Big Bob Gibson's great-granddaughter. Um, he started the restaurant a long time ago, 1925, in Decatur, Alabama. And uh, they've been humming along ever since. And I was really fortunate enough to jump on board back in 1991 and, uh, you know, been in the pits ever since. And uh, it's something that I fell in love. It's a passion for me, and it's... Uh, the great thing about it uh, now is I get to go out and share it, uh, you know, and tell people what I've learned and uh, really get out there and preach barbecue and, and have a good time and travel the country. You know, it seems that one of the hardest things to do anywhere is, is to keep a restaurant. Well, first it would be to open it, but then to keep it open uh, and then continually keep it open year after year after year, getting that client base and getting the repeat customers and finding the new customers to keep the revenues uh, coming in. And you've actually taken it one step further and started to franchise out the Big Bob Gibson. So we kind of have a couple questions about that. First of all, uh, how is it going uh, with the franchising of the Big Bob Gibson's restaurants? Well, uh, that is one thing that we do have. We do, uh, uh, but we're not out there, you know, really advertising or promoting that. You know, it is available. So, uh, one thing that uh, you know, if anybody is interested, uh, it's one of those things where the the people that were interested that we would trust to to handle the Big Bob Gibson name has to have a lot of restaurant experience. It's one of those things where a doctor and a lawyer comes up to you and say, hey, we want to do a Big Bob Gibson franchise. Usually the answer to that is absolutely not. Um, you've, you know, you definitely have to have the funds, but uh, more so you have to have the time and the knowledge and the devotion to it. And that's what makes barbecue great. But we've got a location in Monroe, North Carolina, outside of Charlotte, and uh, they've been o- open over three years now. And, uh, you know, we've, we're getting, uh, you know, a lot of interest, but... Uh, but, uh, again, we're not out there promoting it, looking to open up 100 franchises in, in you know, two years or anything like that. We're just rolling like along, uh, right along, and if the opportunity comes up for us to do another restaurant, we'll look at it and weigh its merits. Right, so if you're looking at it, you know, if I were somebody that, that has the experience behind me, let's say, and then obviously the liquidity to, to get into this or the portfolio to get into this financially, why would I want to look at... Uh, you know, Big Bob Gibson's franchise or a franchise in general versus, you know, buying out the burnout Dairy Queen, rehabbing that, owning it and, and going it alone. What what are your, you know, two or three biggest points on why you would want to look at a franchise, I guess? Uh, well, uh, the reason I would look at a Big Bob Gibson franchise is, again, we've been doing this since 1925. And also, we're out there uh, promoting the restaurant and putting the name out there in front of people. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's uh that's what i mean a lot of times when i travel that's what i'm doing i'm promoting the restaurant uh you know uh the magazine articles and the television shows i do and everything we're not only preaching barbecue and uh and teaching people but uh you know we put the big bob Gibson name out in front of them uh also it's it's proven uh it's a restaurant that is proven uh that's been there for so long so uh it's it's got a proven track record it's a success 
and uh, we put the name out in front of a lot of people. So that takes care of a lot of your investment in advertising. And, uh, and what you would normally pay in advertising, renovating the, the Dairy Queen and, and, uh, and putting your own advertisements and everything out there, the franchise fee that you would pay us actually takes care of that and more. Plus the white sauce. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, reason alone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, so when we were uh, talking the last time, we were kind of discussing about how come you haven't come out with a cookbook yet, and uh, that seemed to be a big question to, to some of the other uh, guys that you have good relationships with, uh, namely Myron Mixon and uh, Ray Lampy as well, of course, who has, has published a number of them. So you finally come out with one, the Big Bob Gibson's barbecue book, Recipes and Secrets from a Legendary Barbecue Joint. Uh, how did it all unfold, and what can we expect as a, a potential buyer of the product uh, to, to see and read and, and get out of the purchase? Greg, it could have been you that pushed me over the edge and, and, and made me go out and actually <laughs> yeah, do I bet. it. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. It's a lot easier to say you're going to write a cookbook and then to, to, than to go actually do it. That is a, that is a tough job. And I, I tell you, I, I admire the writers out there that do this over and over again, such as Ray Lampy and uh, a lot of the cookbook authors out there. Uh, it was a project. It took me probably a good solid year to write. And uh, some of the best compliments that you can uh, that you can tell me after after picking up a book is one, Chris, I read this thing from cover to cover. Um, there are a lot of cookbooks that I get. I'll pick up and I thumb through it, you know, and pick out a couple recipes that I might might like. But for somebody to actually tell me, "Hey, Chris, I read the book, loved it," that really means a lot. The second best compliment is, Chris. I cooked some recipes out of this book, and, you know, my family was, you know, very, very pleased. I mean, anytime somebody actually uses the recipes, that's really why I wrote the book, a couple reasons, uh, to put the recipes in front of people, but mainly is a story that needed to be told. I mean, Big Bob Gibson, you know, did so much for, uh, I guess, my life. He's, I mean, it's, you know, that's the restaurant I work at, and it it was there, and the reputation was there before I got there. I just helped spread it around a little bit, but uh, uh, is a story about him that needed to be told. If you pick up this book, you're going to learn about him. You're going to learn about the restaurant and a lot of fun stories along the way. As far as the recipes go, a lot of the uh, recipes in the book are old family recipes, um, uh, recipes that we use every day in the restaurant. There's a lot of recipes that we have actually won competitions with in the book. And again, I don't hold anything back in the book as well. The tell-all book from Chris Lilly. He's just a great guy. How do you not like Chris Lilly? This was an After Dark segment, so there's a lot more Chris Lilly in this show Head on over to the bbqcentralshow.com. There will be a link in the show notes. It will take you to the complete episode. Please go check that out. This show has been brought to you by The Butcher Shop, the home of the A9 brisket. Get a hold of them over at Facebook, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Mention the Barbecue Central Show and you're going to save 10% off your entire order of amazing products. The Butcher Shop is home of the A9 brisket. Until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.